Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to today's huddle. Okay, we're back at it today with the third leg of the 20%. And what do you think that might be? Well, first of all, we talked about lead generation. We talked secondly about lead qualification, making sure that you're talking to the people that can make a decision to do something. And what do you think the third one is? Yep. This is the one that makes or breaks most people in the sales business. Whatever industry you're in, this is the big kahuna. Well, it's not quite the big kahuna, but it is right there. They're like the king and queen on a chessboard, and this is the queen, if not the king. Okay? Because at the end of the day, this one thing, if done correctly, can literally make you a fortune. Literally. Okay? So what do you think it is? Hmm. It's not prospecting. It's not qualifying. What could it be? What could it be? Well, here's the deal, guys. It is very simply this. Think about it this way. 90% more or less of your appointments come as a result of this particular activity. It's really one of the top 20. It's in the top 20% without question. Okay. And so you got to understand this value that's coming around from this. And that is this. And that is lead follow-up. Top 20%. If you're following along with me today, remember this week and today, remember this element of your business. The reason why we don't generate leads, the reason why we don't go on presentations, the reason why we don't qualify people is we don't have anybody to follow up with. And the reason why we don't follow up with them is because we have failed in the past, oftentimes, and we decide in our mind, subconsciously, we sabotage our lead generation efforts. Why do we sabotage it? Well, we say to ourselves, why am I going to waste my time getting rejected, going through the arduous process of finding people to speak with, and I never follow up with them? Hmm, something to think about. So we have to wrap our head around this, guys. I'm not going to get into too complicated details today. I'm just, this is more of an informational re reminder to you because you guys who are in sales and you understand this philosophy, if you're not, have, if you haven't been trained on it, well, then we need to talk. But at the end of the day, more than likely you have been consulted on this, coached on it, trained on it, read a book about it. Not sure, but I'm sure you've heard about it. Guys, here's the bottom line. You got to make sure, you got to make sure that you understand, as I said a second ago, that 90% of your business will come as a result of lead follow-up. 90% of your business, your appointments, come as a result of lead follow-up. Sure, you found them. Sure, you qualified, determined that they want to do something, whether it's now, mid, or long-term. Now you got to follow up with them because most people will not make a decision to buy anything right now. Most people. Doesn't mean they won't. Doesn't mean they won't do it today. But most people will not. And as I mentioned in one of my videos and uh, conversations about the buyer's journey, very important to understand that, that fully 97%, if not more, 
of all your prospects aren't going to make a decision right now. And a big chunk of them are even longer term. There are, however, obviously, some people in the lower hanging uh, realm, the lower hanging fruit realm, if you will, that can and will make a decision to do something sooner than later. But oftentimes, again, most people aren't going to make a decision on the first call that you make to them. And as a result, you have to follow up with them. And you'll through your qualifying process, you'll determine the who, the what, the where, the when, the why, the how over uh, in, your, in your initial conversations with them, if there's some kind of an interest. And then you're going to figure out at that point what's going to be appropriate for a follow-up. And you can't ignore that. You can't let that piece go. You can't generate qualified talk to people and not follow up with them because you'll get terribly frustrated and you're not going to have any business. So what I want to share with you today is this philosophy, obviously. Secondly, I'm going to give you some thoughts around how to manage that. Okay, And that is comes down to really have an, have an end game when you're speaking to people. Have a next step. Write this down. Have a next step. What's the next step? And then set a specific step, a goal, outcome that you want to achieve in that next step with the person that you're currently speaking with on the phone or meeting with face-to-face, whatever you're doing. And that next step means I'll follow up with you on Wednesday at 3 o'clock to finally discuss us getting together to show you how to blank, whatever that is, whatever your product, good or service is. Okay. If you're in real estate, it's obvious, and oftentimes I get a lot of people that, I, that are on these recordings that are in real estate, so you, you hear me leaning in that direction sometimes. But again, this doesn't apply just to real estate. It's a sales business, period, end of story. But in the real estate vein, if you want a quick example there, it's very simply this. You have, uh, and, and frankly, it's not an example. It's just going back to what I just said. You need to have a next step. You qualified people, they want to make a decision maybe to buy or sell. And you simply just have to, if there's a follow-up, don't leave it open-ended. Well, Mike, give me a call back in a couple weeks and we'll talk about it. Okay? And if you've done all you and if you have done all you have all you have all you've done, all you can, excuse me, with that individual to try to get them sooner, okay? or you try to get them to move to a next step sooner than a couple of weeks, you've done all you could. That's okay. As long as you follow up with a a call to action, and that call to action is the next step. What's the next step? Well, Mr. Jones, I appreciate it. I'll call you back in a couple of weeks. Today's the first, so a couple of weeks from now would represent the 15th. So I'm looking at my calendar here on the 15th. That seems to be a Wednesday here. I got available to call you, say, at, uh, let's say, 1.30 or 2.45. Which would work better for you? 2.45, fantastic. Now, is this the best number to call you at? Great. All right, terrific. You have my number? You have my name? All that's good stuff? Terrific. Well, Bob, listen, I look forward to calling you and speaking with you on the 15th at 2.45. I'm going to make a note of my calendar, and I will follow up with an email just to confirm our discussion today. What's the best email to reach out to you with? Great. Bob at Bob.com. Perfect. Okay. Terrific. So I'll follow up with that. And then we will speak to you in the meantime, in a couple of weeks. And until then, make it a great rest of the day. We'll talk to you later. Boom. Okay. 
Now, inside of that conversation, whatever your intention is or purpose, you can always throw that in there. Look forward to talking to you about the sale of your home, the purchase of the mainframe, the meeting with the higher-ups, whatever business that you're in. You can always put that in there. And definitely, I would encourage, it's kind of like a, a recap of your conversation on the phone with them then, and then follow up with the call, excuse me, on your, on your follow-up uh, uh, sequence, that next step sequence, is to simply reaffirm what you guys have spoken about and that you'll complete or take it to the next step at that next call. Okay, so you have that, you put it in your calendar, pop them a quick note, send them a text, thank them for the time, send them a note in the mail, something to keep them in the loop with your conversation. Okay, make sense? Good. Now, here's the other thing. You got to keep this in mind. And the best recommendation is whatever they tell you, whatever you guys agree to as far as a follow-up time, I definitely encourage you to cut that time in half, okay? Cut it in half. So if you say two weeks, call them in one. Even though you've agreed to call them in two weeks, you probably go, Mike, why would I do that? It doesn't make any sense. Now, sometimes it may not make sense. I get that. I'm not, wasn't born last night, but I, I understand that. However, keep in mind that people's minds change because of time and circumstances, Okay. They often will forget, okay, unless there's like they're blown away on the phone and they can't wait to speak with you and they know your family or whatever, something that keeps them in your memory, keeps them, keeps you in their memory, all right, just do this, just follow up with them, okay. Now, you could do a couple of things on that immediate, that, that one-week follow-up just to kind of make it lighthearted and so on. Hey, Bob, this is Mike. Listen, I know we spoke last week and i promised you i'd call you on the 15th however your name came across my desk again today and as i was wrapping up the week here and i just wanted to quickly reach out to you is there anything that we missed on our last call that we that we should make sure that we cover on the 15th no okay is there anything that we could do now rather than having to talk talk on the 15th can we speak now about helping you with blank okay most people, 99.9% of people, don't care if you call them in the short term. They're not going to say, well, why are you calling me now? We well, agreed. They might, and that's okay. Hey, listen, I just if you frame it in, the, in advance that I just came across your name, and frankly, you're not telling a lie because you did come across the name because it is in your follow-up, and you should be looking at your next couple of days, weeks, uh, of leads that you're looking at and you actually looked at it. Oh, I got to call this guy on the 15th. Hey, why don't I call him now? Say hello. Okay. So keep that in mind because again, time and circumstances, people's minds change. They get distracted. Some circumstance popped up after your call that they said, oh man, we need to make a decision sooner. In the meantime, you're two weeks away and their decision-making process shortened up because of something uh, that, that happened in their life. And as a result, as a result, you calling that other, you might, they might say, you know what? I'm, I'm so glad you called me. Um, I lost your number and I was looking forward because something came up and we really need to decide on this now. You just never know. Okay. And guys, it's okay to do that. Don't get overwhelmed. Oh, I don't want to sound like I'm pressuring them. There is no pressure here, guys. It's all about urgency based on their level of motivation. There is no pressure. It's all based on urgency, 
wrapped around their motivation. Respect that understanding, okay? And if they don't take your call, just leave a message in that second call, that half-time half call, and just simply say the same thing. Just checking in. Look forward to talking to you next week. Has anything come up? Can we talk? If you have any questions, in the meantime, give me a call. Look forward to talking to you next week at 2.45 on the 15th. Thanks so much. My number is, my number is, have a great rest of the day. Talk to you later. That's all you got to do. Guys, make sure you don't lose your leads. Make sure you follow up with them. Make sure you're consistent with them. Have a next step involved and keep track of it. Okay, keep track of your leads. Don't throw them in into a box. Don't put them on sticky notes. Have a place for them. I have clients that still are using three by five cards and they've been doing this for years and we got some of the greatest technology in the history of all mankind. Yeah, sure, they put them in their computers, but fundamentally it keeps them fresh. It's in their mind on three by five cards. I used to do that. Then I went to a, a simple lead sheet. I like, I like the bigger paper. I like the three ring binders and I keep my notes in there. I do still do the same thing today, even though I've got technology in all kinds of places that I can do reminders, but the books are nice for me. I'm a visual kind of a guy and that's the way I do things. All right, guys. So listen, remember to under and remember and understand this 20 percenter. All right. Remember the 20, 80, 20, 20 percent of these activities we've been talking about give us 80 percent of these results. And this is a critical one. This will, the, this is a large part of the demise of why most people fail. And I don't want that to happen to you. I want you to have the very best I want you to have the very best results, make the most money, have the best fun, and all of these great things as a result. But don't let this thing, this stone in your shoe, keep you from achieving those goals and results that you want in your business. Lead follow-up. Call people. Qualify them. Follow up with them. Keep in touch with them. They want it more than you want to do it. <laughs> They're waiting for somebody to follow up with them finally. Because 99% of people just simply don't do it. But you, you're different. Why? Because you heard me slam you today about this area. <laughs> okay. Have some fun with it, guys. Go make it a great day. Realprofitbuilders.com. Listen to this recording and all the 182 or 3 or 80. I don't know what number it is now, but we're above. the. I know we're at 180 or more episodes that will help you to maximize your potential, increase your sales, make you happier, healthier, and wealthier in your life. All right. Any questions, reach out to me, Mike at MikeHusson.com. I look forward to talking to you tomorrow. And until we speak, make today your best lead follow-up day ever. Okay. Pull them out, call them up, knock it out. If you don't want them anymore, throw them out, give them to somebody, somebody else sell them, get a referral fee. That's maybe another idea. Didn't throw that one in, but there it is. See, always coming up with things. All right, guys, make it happen. Talk to you later.